When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Even I'm kind of interested in this movie. Light, oh my, Donna. Lightyear. And I'm not a huge fan of the Toy Story movies. They're fine. Yeah, they're, they're, they're cute. Oh gosh, I've 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 I like them now more as an adult than I did as a kid. Because there's a there's a you really see it through the eyes of a parent. How, Kids see it their way, and you see it through the eyes of a parent. How how long have they been around? I feel like I've been. 1995 is when they first came out. And 27 how old years were you? ago. Oh, that's 27 years ago. I would have been oh. 12. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Mm, yeah. You're growing up fast. Oh gosh. Yeah. They can. They tell you. Toy Story three. Whew. Yeah, it's pretty sad. Strings. It does. They almost it's all like got incinerated. Goodbye. Yeah. It's about. It's just the passage of time. You know. You can't. You can't slow down time. You can only savor it. It's your only choice. Okay. I'll do that. Thank you. Whatever. Uh, okay, so Buzz Lightyear is uh, blasting off in the new Lightyear trailer. This is the origin story of the character of Buzz Lightyear. Okay, yes. so he's a toy, but who was he? Where where did he come from? Where did that toy come from? So and this is why you won't hear Tim Allen's voice in this, because they're talking about the man that Tim Allen's toy was based off of. Right. People were upset. Like, why is Chris Evans in this and not Tim Allen? Well, that's why. Exactly. Well, do you want to listen to a little bit of the trailer? I would love to. Okay. Rocco? Kick it. A year of work for a four-minute flight. Isn't that something? <laughs> we're all ready if you are, sir. Well, let's Looks go find awesome. out if this... <laughs> Clever concept. in the perimeter. <laughs> Thank you. Buzz Lightyear mission log. After a full year of being marooned on this planet, our first test flight is a go. Let's get everyone home. Good luck, Captain. We're all counting on you. Roger that. There's a some yeah. Yes. All right, so you get the idea. This looks cool, and the animation looks great. Looks fun. It does. I could not agree more. Chris Evans sounds great there, too. You know, a little bit typecast, right, from Captain America mm-hmm. right over to, you know, Buzz Lightyear, essentially. I think it'll be um, good. 
It looks really good. Looks fun. I, I I'm always a sucker for the the aesthetic, sort of the the overall. Like if you think of an animated movie, you kind of think of the image of it in your head. And this looks great. This uh, it's it's a lot of outer space stuff. It just looks sci-fi ish. I like this. I think this is gonna be great. Okay. Um, I think you might also be excited for the Jordan Peele new movie. It's called Nope. And it's going to be his third film. It'll come out this summer. But of course, it's like shrouded in mystery right now. Oh, yeah. Um, so there is a new trailer that's going to debut on Super Bowl Sunday. Um, maybe you could link up this. It doesn't yeah, really tell. It's up. more visual. Yeah. Okay. But... Um, it looks good. So, of course, he did Get Out, and then he did Us. Did you watch see both of them? I saw I, first. I saw Get Out. I did not want to see Us even a little bit. Oh, I saw them both. Oh, gosh. Was it horrifying? Do you imagine other Donna at your foot of your bed every yeah, night no, staring at you? Nah. <laughs> nah. It didn't scare me that much. I was just more into, like... What the story, you know, it's just a, a clever, the clever mind. What's Nope all about? What do, do we know much of like the, the, the plot? Or? They do show, is it Daniel Kalua? Is that how you say his name? Mm-hmm. They do show some of them, like it looks like some of the footage from other movies. Hmm. And then you see somebody holding scissors. That's where, that's where I got lost on Get Out. I didn't like that it turned kind of science fiction-y at the end. I wanted it to be more ghostly. Okay. More of that and less of, you know, the science fiction angle, which I guess can be scary too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Rocco watched the uh, most yeah. nominated eh. movie. I at thought the we had a pact. Okay. I thought we talked about watching this show last. Well, even if we time. did, I don't know if anybody <laughs> held up their end of the bargain. So yeah, I knocked out thirty-eight minutes of uh, Power of the Dog last night before bed. Yes. I like, I liked it. You know, I went into it knowing that some people said it was kind of slow moving, but I also went into it into it knowing that it's up for a million awards and it's already won a bunch. So I had high expectations, and uh, I like it so far. It's, I, I um, like a western. Definitely. The one thing I'll say, it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's supposed to take place in 1920s Montana. Mm-hmm. And they pull oh. back to show the mountains. And I'm like, that doesn't... I've been to Montana. You're yet. like, that doesn't look like yeah. Montana. It was shot in New Zealand. I know Montana, sir. Yeah. And you are no Montana. So it kind of looks like uh, the Hobbit Mountains. But um, uh, yeah, it's cool. Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst. Okay, so Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons are married in well, they're married in real life, but they're married they're oh, married is that couple, true? right? And were they also Yeah. I, were they in Fargo together? I get those Yeah. Okay. Yep. Anyways, um yeah. He the I'm like I said, I'm thirty eight minutes in. I think uh, I think you might like it if you have patience. I have patience. Okay, good. I think I'm gonna watch uh, it. And is he a, you know it's I object. Is he a bad guy, Benedict? Not so far. Um so it's the story of two brothers that sort of own a ranch and do some cattle rustling and stuff. Jesse Plemons is and, the brother. Yep, and Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. And so far it seems like Benedict is the mean guy. He's kinda ornery. Doesn't like the wife. Yeah, doesn't like the wife or his son who is a little effeminate and I think that bothers him. Okay. Um, the the wife is a, a widower, widow, widow, widow. Um, Who, whose wife? Kirsten Dunst is a widow that Jesse Plemons is dating, uh, courting, ma- marries. Yeah, 
Anyways, I'm 38 minutes in. Right. I'm sorry. You should watch up. it. It's on Netflix. I know you have that. I'm writing it down. Power of the dog. Okay. Oh, for for long-time listeners, long-time listeners of the show <laughs> will have objected with me when Donna said, I'm patient. <laughs> she has tapped out on more things because it's always, yeah, it didn't really... Yeah, how many times have we heard her say, "Yeah," and then it just kind of turned out, "Yeah," it didn't hook me immediately. If I, if my story doesn't intrigue her in the first eight seconds, I lose her for the next three minutes. <laughs> There's no way she's going to get through this if it's as boring. And I think Rocco's even upselling it right now. <laughs> I think, I think it's going to be good. It's I think it's going to be good. Words. I'm okay with chopping it up too. I, I'm a fan of that. If you yeah. need to chop it up to make it more palatable, that's fine. That's okay. And it is. It's like two hours and eight minutes. That's not that long in the scheme of things. Things are so much longer today. You know, I was just talking to Holly yesterday when I went down the Nexium rabbit hole. I was like, oh, I'm just going to watch the Vow, thinking it'll teach me about Nexium. Mm-hmm. It was nine hours. Yeah. Yep, there's your life right there. You've aged. You probably <laughs> you probably sprouted a gray hair during that. Yes. <laughs> right at the no, end, he just heard, boink. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, as you wrote down um, uh, Power of the Dog on your list over there, yeah. did you know I made a little sounder for when we... Uh, when we uh, sort of compile our list of what's no, a, what no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I don't know if we should reveal it just okay, yet. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, but, you know well, about here, it. Well, here's why. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Donna's sixty percent on text messages that have come through. <laughs> uh, I have a thing at the end of the show today, eleven forty-five. Of there's a list which I'll link up to the full list later of twenty-two movies that have been nominated for a total of zero Oscars, but they think you should watch anyway. And so I'll give everybody a few to add to their list. So why don't we wait for that? I've been cool. All right, fine. I think it's going to be a great way to cap the show. Was I supposed to be on a text message somewhere? Yeah, there was you were on it. I, uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's all a blur. I was on lots of calls yesterday and lots of texts. I'm very popular. But, wow. How, how does she manage it all? How about you start a, a, a text message puzzle game called Blurtle? you're hilarious don't go changing on account of me all right let's take a break we've got a couple of studies that we'll get to when we return super bowl betting you got the Bengals. cincinnati Bengals are in it does that mean that betting is up or is betting down because it's you know cincinnati also do you snack like a rams fan or a Bengals fan we got a little super bowl talk headed your way coming up next on the don and steve experience on my top yeah you say you'll work out in the morning Then I'll get to it this afternoon, definitely after dinner, and it never happens. I know, it's hard to stay motivated, and that's why I tell people, join the Y. They've got group exercise classes that give you fun, fitness, and accountability. Peer pressure, I love it. Yeah, you get cardio, strength classes, yoga, and a bunch more. Get $5 enrollment if you join the Y by February 10th and 25% off dues through April. Sign up at ymcanorth.org. Good morning, welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, y'all. And we like to study. Studies have shown that, medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... <laughs> They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings, our study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Now he's, he's hard at work right now, so we can't interrupt him. No, no. We've got the, no, no, no. We have the Millennium X Games coming up next, but I just want to read to you verbatim the text that my mom just sent me 30 seconds ago. Okay. When Dad and I were talking about your radio show, Dad referred to DJ Rock Lobster, Clomp Clomp, as Rockabilly Lobster. Oh, 
Not sure how that came to his mind, but it was funny. Rockabilly. So, and then uh, uh, Rockabilly Lobster. That's funny. <laughs> the names continue to expand. Oh, little Rockabilly. Wow, I like that. You know, because I could be DJ Rock Lobster when I'm feeling all techno and drop the bass sure. and stuff. And then I could be Rockabilly. My mom even texted Clomp Clomp there. <laughs> <laughs> Did your sister ever ask about me? No. Okay. Please don't ask about her. Okay. Don't be weird. She's cute. Okay. She is cute. All right, guys. All right. I have a study. Prove it. It appears that Super Bowl betting is up 35% this year. Mm. That is cray. They, so a record 31 million Americans are expected to bet on the Super Bowl. This is because legalized gambling is expanding. And the NFL stands to gain from all of this. They have they have betting partners, you know, official partners, different casino apps that you can. New York just got legalized. That's a huge state. I don't think huge. I knew that. Yep, just a few wow. a few uh, okay. weeks ago. Uh huh. And so now you can bet on games, and that's previously you had to call one of Donna's relatives to get a bet hey, in on a I'm game. Walking here. And now no. They're putting an estimated $7.6 billion on the line, which is a huge 78% bump uh, over last year. Uh, It looks like 18.2 million American adults say they expect to place like a traditional uh, wager online. You know, like with a retail sports book, a bookie. Sure. Another 18.5 million plan to bet casually just with friends or as part of a pool or a squares contest. You know, like at the office. Yeah. So right now, 55% of bettors plan to wager on the... Super Bowl. Which team? Oh, uh, there's the majority is going to go on the Rams. Yep. 45% on the Bengals. Mm -hmm. So that's... Do you want to do a a friendly wager? Okay. You want to do a score? No, 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 no. Just we pick a winner. Uh, I'm going to go Rams. Okay, I've got Bengals. Okay. Now, wait, but hang on. Is this legal, what we're doing? No. Oh, okay. What would be up for grabs? Can you please burn this uh, You have to tape? do what? I have to do what? We, okay. I don't want it to be lunch or if something I like lose, that. If I lose, no, here, how about this? If you lose, we have to do a doggy play date at the dog park. Okay, by the end 30 of... 30 minutes. By the end of February. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And if you lose, I get to. Um, I have you to wear ha- this you- chicken costume. No, you have to. <laughs> you have to like eat a meal of my choosing. No. Okay. Now you can't be a wiener once you lose this. If you lose, I could just see you being totally. No. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Oh, but I haven't had that in 30 years. We're going to get you a tall glass of milk. Okay, but I can't eat something that's going to make me sick. What you, nothing's going to make well, you I, sick. But I haven't had like beef in 20-something years, so you can't make me eat a burger or <laughs> a steak. My it body sounds like will you won it. the bet. Your body won't reject it. It'll get rid of it in about 8 to 12 hours. <laughs> That's just how it works. Come on, like a big, like a rodeo burger. No. Onion rings, Mm-mm. big hunk of beef in the middle. Mm-mm. I'm going to win anyway. It doesn't matter. Whatever. But don't. I don't want to eat something that's going to make me sick You or be bad for my health. Well, no, my it's going to be. My cholesterol is very good right now. My good cholesterol is higher than most. You know, I went on my shrimp cleanse a couple weeks ago. Ugh. That's high in cholesterol. What's up with that? Oh, shrimp is. Yeah. I don't know what's up with it. What can I make your plate? Let's. We got to workshop this because no, make it like pasta. I I reject pasta a lot because no, I can't, you can't like control pasta. My, I like it. I like oh everything. oh I can't, because you can't control yourself because you eat so much of it. So basically, what you're telling me is, but if I lose the bet, Steve, give me something that when I have it on a plate, I just can't stop. I love it so much. That's not how wagers work. Okay, well, let's not do food then. Let's do. <sighs> something else you think about it off the air okay we don't have to burden our our lovely listeners send us ideas no yes please no uh thank you, you can you can tweet me or you can send us an email donna and steve show at mytalk 1071.com what should donna have to eat and she, she's not going to agree to it at first but we'll get her there because they're a bunch of perfectly good foods that you're not going to just vomit when you eat them the idea is that you just sort of have to choke it down a little bit and choke it down. When's the last time you had chicken McNuggets? Uh, <gasps> what about one of the McDonald's uh, menu hacks? Fine. Fine. Okay. You work it out. Okay. You work it out. We'll discuss later. Look how easy I am. I just want to play date with your dog. That's it. That's all I ask for. You want to torture me. <laughs> yeah, Donna, you're looking Donna. to torture me while I'm just like, let's just have a little fluffy fun for a half an hour. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury... Who sees a bowl of pasta or a hamburger as torture? I don't know if your dog would be a good influence on my dog. That's he my would. concern. He definitely Plus, would. He's a good boy. I bet you're going to introduce me to other weird dog park people who are like, yeah, and this is Jan. Jan's here every day. She holds down this bench from 10 to 2. <laughs> I don't want to get involved with these people. I just don't. Steve, it'll be good. DPP. Rocco, you could bring your dog too, okay? It'll be fun. All right, bye. Okay, back to right now. All right, thing. sorry about that. All right, anything else? Yeah, do you snack, speaking of food, like a Rams fan or a Bengals fan? There's a study out about this. A new survey uh, shows that, uh, this is sort of interesting, when Cincinnati fans, Cincinnati Bengals fans are looking for a new food to eat, they like to be inspired by friends and family. Small town America, you know, the Burbs, middle America. L.A. fans want to get ideas as to what they should try from store displays. All they want is marketed. They want to be marketed to. Hmm. Best advertisement wins. Fans in both cities say that their favorite snack is the potato chip. L.A. fans have a stronger love for cookies oh. than fans in Cincinnati. I would go, I would go salty on this. 
where would you go? I don't want to sit there and eat candy during a game or show. Yeah, no, I like salty. Yeah. I'm thinking about Cashews. pizza right now. Right. I had some almonds yesterday. Yeah, almonds are good. You know what I want to get? You know what I hate? You know what I hate? <laughs> what? Peanuts in their shell. Yeah, ain't nobody want to work for that. No, I do want to work oh, for that. you do? I oh. want the peanut in the shell. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I want to crack it open. Okay, bye. All right, two people can call us now. We need a millennial and a Gen Xer. The Gen Xer will call probably from a payphone or a rotary phone, <laughs> and the millennial from a smartphone. 651-641-1071. We're playing a game, Millennial X Games, next. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's 1130. It's Wednesday. That's when we do this. Generation X versus Millennials. These are the Millennial X Games. Steve the Millennial. <sighs> I can't even. Versus Donna the Gen Xer. Like totally awesome. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. <laughs> Hi everybody. Hey Rocco. So this is the game. I quiz Donna on some millennial stuff. I quiz Steve on some Gen X stuff. We got some players that help out. Let's meet those players. Alrighty. Um, on line two is Hannah. She is a millennial. She'll be helping out Donna. Ooh, it's millennial Hannah. <laughs> Hi, Hannah. Hey, guys. Hey, Yay. Hannah. Oh, you sound so pleasant. What are you going to do after the game? I'm going to go look at a house. Oh, great. Well, I hope that it's lovely. I hope that you just fall in love with it. Thank you. Me too. Yeah, you're so welcome. Um, who's my lifeline, Rocco? Oh, you're already done with Hannah? Jeez. Yeah. yeah. We're, even we're ask efficient her, today. You know, her, guess her age or anything? No, or, no. Um, on line three for you is Kathy. Hey, Kathy, Kathy. with a C. K-Dog. Oh. Hey. Hey. Wow. Very nice. How about you, K-Bone? What's coming up after the game today for you? Just working. Oh, plowing away, right? Are you getting paid right now? Uh, yes. I love oh, your style. You are my kind of lady. Okay, you stay right there. <laughs> I'll call on you when I need you, okay? Okay. Okay, Okay. I'm going to go first. Okay, you spin the wheel, Donna. Here I go, Rocco. Okay, here <gasps> you go. Ah, you. Big money. Come on, not music. Oh, boy. Um. Okay. In the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees that were just announced last week, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. there was a guy who's uh, made a lot of music in the 90s and 2000s, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, he, <laughs> I forgot that I hadn't written this question yet, but I, I had the answer in mind, but not the question, okay. so I'm making it up as I go along. No, I can't tell at all. Um, he's known for his albums, Mellow Gold. Midnight Vultures, Odelay, and Sea Change. Darn. Who is this millennialish? Oh no! Was... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee. I was going to say Carlos Santana. Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Okay, so ninety-ish. Uh... And he's just a finalist. You know, he's one of the you know fourteen finalists. He's so not... it's not a band; it's a person. It's a person. His name is Beck. Final. Yeah, we Shut got your through that face. one. Wow, that was a guess. 
That was a total guess. Good job. Did you say Olay was Odele. Odele. I think that's the Odele. one that gave it to me. Odele. Oh my God. Odele. I got lucky. I'm so happy. Um Cool. I'm just looking at I'm just looking at my questions here to make sure I have it. Oh, yeah, you got it. I'm yeah, nice doing so great. Well no, you're doing great, Rocco. You're my best friend, Rocco. Okay. What? Let's oh do it, Steve. Ready? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Music. Oh, yes. Music. The Bengals. Uh, no, I'm going to stick with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Mm-hmm. Uh, this band features Dave Stewart and mm-hmm. Annie Lennox. But I want you um, to not only tell me what the band is, but spell it. Mm. Oh, shh. Okay. Damn. Tough crowd, huh? <sighs> hate to use a lifeline right out of the gates. Hate to do it. Uh, I don't have a, a clue here. I am going to have to go to Kathy with a K. We need to know the name of the band, and apparently we need to spell it as well. Yeah, I kind of threw that in because I figured I thought it was too easy, but um, maybe I'm wrong. Kathy, do you know the name of the band that he's talking about? Let's start there. <laughs> Annie Lennox and Dave Stewart, British pop duo. Is this, is this Culture Club? I don't know why that's coming to my mind. No. No. All right. Sorry. Are you, do you have any idea who this could be? You know, I'm just... I, mm. You don't. Judas Priest? Mm. Judas Priest? We're going to go J U. They are finalists. It's true. J-U-D-A-S space P-R-I. But I, I don't know... We all know Steve knows nothing about Judas Priest. It, it no, we weren't. You think we're allowed <laughs> to listen to list. Judas Priest? Absolutely not. We couldn't watch The Simpsons. Take your time, guys. Oh, let's see. Yeah, I gotta, take I, your time. I, I got to write the other, TV other question. Than that. Yeah. Uh, all right. We're just going to go Judas Priest. We spelled it. That's our final answer. Okay. And we will accept the credit. Donna, you have thoughts? Uh, this would be the E U R Y T H M I C. S. Eurythmics. Yes. I think it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. They're good. Sorry, Steve. Anyway, hey, it's okay, good. Kathy. Stay there. You still might be able to win a prize, okay? We'll be underdogs. Come from behind. Okay, okay. All okay. right, Donna. Time for you to spin that wheel. Spin Donna's that. Donna's going to spin the wheel. wheel. Woo! Come on. Movies. All right, all right. Movies. Stand by, Hannah. Um, we talked yesterday about how Adrian Brody sort of macked on Halle Berry at the 2002 mm. Oscars. You betcha. The reason she was on stage at the time is because she was a presenter, because she had won the past year. Right. In 2001. That's correct. For her performance of a struggling widow yeah. in what romantic drama? Um, Listen, I'm not going to waste anybody's time. Thank you. The movie was called Monster's Ball. Jeez. Thank you. Mm. All right. Come on, Steve. Have you seen the Pixar version of that? <laughs> no, I have not. It's great. Okay. You mean Monsters, Inc.? <laughs> That's a different movie. My fault. Let's yeah, spin. Right. Spin ah. that wheel. Not my day. Movies. Movies. All right, Steve. Uh, this, was, this movie was a big winner at the 1979 Oscars. And I, the reason I, you know wanted to ask you about it is because it takes place uh, most of it some of it in western pennsylvania oh 
It features Robert De Niro and Christopher Walken, among others, that are going on a hunting trip before they go off to Vietnam. And then later uh, we deal with the aftermath of Vietnam. Can you name that 1978 movie? Crap. It's not Raging Bull. It feels like it could have been set in Pennsylvania, but I'm thinking Rocky in Philadelphia. Who was in it again? Walken and De Niro. Or as you would say, De Niro. De Niro. Um, I, I would say De Niro. I, I don't De know. De Niro. Uh, I'm going to say something's got to give with Jack Nicholson and uh, what's her name? And I saw that over somebody's shoulder yesterday on a plane. Final answer. Something's got to give. Donna, your thoughts? I don't know this one. Is it? Is this what's his face in the Sundance Kid? No, it is the, the deer, deer hunter. hunter. Oh, deer Dang hunter, it. Dur. Oh, as you say it, I know. So, so uh, Donna's the winner I at this love point, you right? Long time. Yeah, I'm a big winner. Good job. Thank Let you. me do a bonus question <laughs> oh, since no. Donna already won. Come I on. want my next question okay. that okay. Rocco hasn't written yet. It's sort of written. Here we <laughs> and we want a tiebreaker. Here we go. All right. Television. Television. Now, okay. yesterday, I think my final two questions are, we're going to call these last two questions, Almost EGOT. Okay. We talked yesterday about who almost has enough awards for an EGOT, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar. Tony, uh, one of the guys who I think needs one more to go, um, won his Emmy for hosting the 2004 um Tony Awards, I think. Let me look it up again. Sorry. Yes, he hosted the 58th annual Tony Awards in 2004. Also, he's Australian. Name him. Oh, shoot. I'm going to bring Hannah in for fun. Um, so the first thing that comes to mind for me is Hugh Jackman, but that seems so long ago. Hannah, do you have any idea? This is a bonus question, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already won. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not sure on that one. I, first, I was going to say Neil Patrick Harris, but you're saying he's Australian. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Um, Remember it's last a, question when you said you weren't going to waste anybody's time? Yeah, I am. Oh, I am. Okay. I'm totally going to waste everybody's time okay. right now. Dudley Moore? Okay. Steve wins. Yes. Um, no, it was. you're right. It was Hugh Jackman. Oh, it was Hugh Jackman final. <laughs> uh, he needs an Oscar. He got a oh, yeah. Grammy for Greatest Showman in the. Uh, he got a Grammy for Greatest Showman. He was part of the soundtrack. I see. I see. Rocco and a Tony for something, and this Emmy for this. So yeah, he's go. doing. A, he's on Broadway right now for Music Man. I would have tried to see that, but oh, it, I was it was dark. Wolverine the musical. <laughs> no, it's not that. Oh man. A lot okay. of parallels, though. Well, it, so. you know, we can give Steve his bonus question, too. All right, too. go ahead, Steve. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll spin the wheel. Okay, ah! spin the wheel. Ah! Television. Television. So I was looking up uh, Almost EGOT, and um, this guy is an Almost EGOT. And in 1991, he won two Emmys. Best Actor and Best Supporting Actor. But he's probably best known for playing the voice of a Sith Lord. Name him. Oh, man. A Sith Lord. 
a Sith Lord. I guess, I think technically that would be Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was We're going to go Jedge, James Earl Jones, final. Yes. Yeah, baby. He supposedly is technically an EGOT winner because he won an honorary Academy Award. Yeah. But uh, other, he has not won a competitive Oscar, so he has just EGT. James Earl Jones. Uh, what were the two Emmys that he won? What were they for? It was some. It was stuff you'd never heard of. I just looked it up. Um, it was like a, a limited series. Got it. Okay. All right. Well, Hannah, we did it, girl. Let me get Hannah back. Ooh. There she is. Bit of a crap show there, but yes. Uh, hey. Next time I'll write the questions. No, I, I I feel like that way because of how we um, answer the questions too. My team, we Kathy and I were. We're not great. Yeah, I'm we surprised you didn't great. know the Arrhythmics. You should check them yeah. out, yeah? Yeah, sweet dreams are made of these. Plus, Annie Lennox's solo material is pretty oh, great. Oh, so though. good. Yes. He's really good. Mm-hmm. All right, anyways, Hannah, Hannah, hang on the line, okay? Way to go. All right, thanks, guys. I appreciate you uh, cheering me up today. Oh. I really needed that. Oh, girl, oh, good luck sweetheart. with the house, Thank too. you for listening. Hope, yeah, hope the house hunt goes well. Uh, Kathy, go back to where you are more productive, which is the work that you actually get paid for, because you and I were not a dream team, my friend, but I like you. You know what, though, Steve? What's that? I knew Deer Hunter. Dang it. Dang Dang it. it. So she just threw that back. That pie is now in my face. Okay. (laughs) All righty, Kathy. Have a great day. All right, we love you. Thanks so much for listening. I know Bye, you guys everybody. were wondering. Um, so in 1991, if you're watching the Emmys, James Earl Jones wins Best Supporting Actor and Best Lead Actor. Uh, supporting Actor was for a TNT show called Heat Wave. Huh. And the lead actor was in a show called Gabriel's Fire. Mm. Okay. That's why I didn't ask about those, but I'm sure he was very good in it. I'm sure. Thus, the Emmy. Yes. Yes. Emmys. All right. Emmys with an S. Hey, Steve. Yes. It's the final stretch of the show when we come back. Oh, I can't wait. And we are going to finally unveil something that Rocco has been working on. Okay. And it is a new opening to a segment of adding something to the list. I have 22 movies that got zero Oscar nominations that the internet says you should add to your list. That, when we return, Don and Steve on my talk. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along with DJ Rock Lobster. It's always so lovely to do a show with the two of you, Total Pros. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, hey, we have all sorts of new rewards, by the way. want to let you know before we go, in our listener rewards for the month of February, we swap them out each month. So make sure that you stay in the know on that. You could enter to win a complete line of Pour Moi Climate Smart Skin Care for all four seasons. Plus, it'll cover all the places that you go. So if you're going to different climates and things like that, they're going to give you the whole kit and caboodle. Lots to win there. Plus, we've got Willow's Coffee, gift cards, and more. You can see everything up for grabs and listen to rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Um, Rocco would like to oh. uh, share something with you. So, yeah, during the last break, I took a phone call. Okay. And um, Thank you. Uh, when you guys were talking about your Super Bowl bet, I was kind of half writing the um, Gen X uh, Millennial X Games questions. So somebody called and said, if Donna loses this bet, oh yeah, she will bring in deep dish pizza and desserts from the pizzeria she owns. 
It's National Pizza Day. Then the pizza she owns, the pizza place she owns is Italian Pie Shop on uh, Grand. Okay, this is an interesting thought. I wonder if that might be too good. Now, I'm not a fan of deep dish pizza. Ooh, what? No, no I'm like, either. isn't this, did you mean to make a lasagna, but you put a crust on it? Have you guys <laughs> ever been to Chicago and had a big slab yeah. of pizzeria due? Yeah. It's good stuff. Although, if Donna doesn't like it, then I'd be open to having this as a potential wager. <laughs> oh, yeah, because then Donna has to eat it. Yeah, my mom said, why don't you um, have Donna come and babysit the kids? And I said, no. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely not. No, that's oh, if I lose the bet. So much oh, my fun. word. No. But Steve's like a New Yorker now. That's why he likes that thin. Hey, hey, listen, Ray's I like Ray's. Friends. Ray's on 67th. Oh. Hey, and I'm wearing my, my uh, T-shirt. Oh, you got your I'm Ray. I'm yeah. Ray. I'm Ray. And I quit smoking with Chantic. <laughs> I used to just look out this back window. <laughs> smoking my life away. Now I just vape excessively. No, he doesn't vape, I don't think. I don't know. I don't either. He's going to kick your butt, though. He would beat the crap out of me. Oh, he oh totally my gosh, I'm would. horrified by him. That, I'm just scared of him. He intimidates me. Ladies and germs, thank you. You can continue to keep the um, the recommendations for what Donna says. If if the uh, Los Angeles Rams win the Super Bowl, I have to go to a doggy park, to a dog park on a doggy play date with her. And all of her creepy dog park people that are probably there. She's probably one of the usuals, like the mini mayor of some open field where dogs crap their brains out. That's if the <laughs> Rams win. I'm trying to. I want to bring her like a burger or a T-bone or something like that, and make her eat meat. She claims her stomach is too weak and she'll vomit. And so we now need other ideas for what I need to do if Donna, um, if the Cincinnati Bengals win the game. No. We'll come up with something. We move to this. Uh, a lot of times we'll say, here's something you should watch. We're trying to add it to a list. So Rocco went and spent a bunch of time coming up with a brand new open, which I think this could be the perfect time because there is a list out today on Variety about 22. We're not going to go through the whole list. 22 different movies from 2021 that you should see that have a grand total of zero Oscar nominations. Let's make a list. What shows are on your list? Let's make a list. What shows can't be missed? <laughs> it's so bad. It's good. I think there's something happening. We need with, Marley to come back and sing with for the us. key there. So that is. Uh, Let's make a list. <laughs> oh. My Can you? But uh, what, what's the original song again? Okay, and then we need to hear Rocco's version. <laughs> there is a Rocco's key is usually on. He's doing like all the right harmonies. I wonder if this time um, something might be askew. You have the original here. Uh, yeah, let's go here maybe. Yes, hollow notes. Now let's hear Rocco's. Okay. Let's make a list. What shows are on your list? Let's make a list. What shows can be missed? I like it. Oh, God. It is just a train wreck vocally at the beginning. And Rocco's an accomplished. He could sing a karaoke. It would blow you away. I just love that he had to go upstairs. Oh. 
<laughs> Can I hear it one more time? Uh, sure. Let's make a list. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Okay. All right, Here so are what some. should we put on our list here? Well, how about after each one? Um, <laughs> I'll we'll tell you. Say I'll say we we've got another it? one, and then you add Good. just All a right. quick hit of let's okay. make a list. Fly through it because here, we don't here's, have much time. Here's a well. Here's one that Rocco just saw: the French Dispatch, nominated for zero Oscar nominations. Variety magazine says you should watch it. I don't think you guys uh, would like it. But... Next, okay. let's make a list. <laughs> How about the card counter? And this is uh, it's from writer director Paul Schrader. And it's, oh, oh, what's the name of this uh, guy who we all love? Oh, my gosh. Um, Oscar Isaac. He's great. He's in this. They say it has a really great card scene, too, where you feel like you are at the poker table, and it's a thriller, and it's heady, and poker is the backdrop. We like it? Um, Nope. No. Okay, next. Let's make a list. What about the (laughs) (laughs) the harder they fall? Netflix uh, dominated the Oscars with The Power of the Dog, that a Western. But this is another one. Uh, this by a musician-turned-director who assembled a terrific cast to play some of the most notorious yet under-portrayed outlaws ever to ride in the West in a stylish revenge saga with the assembly of real-life black cowboys, including Nat Love and Cherokee Bill. Oh, I remember this. I'd like the harder to they fall. Yeah, I might watch that, actually. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay. Let's make a list. Wanna, this one, I'll okay. just say the name of it. Fine. Red Rocket. Moving on. No, oh, I, 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 I think I want to see that. Moving yeah. on. Let's make a list. Here's another one mm. called The Green Knight with Dev Patel. Mm. And it looks really cool. It's like throwback from the 14th century. The outfits look amazing. It looks fantastic. It's called The Green Knight. That's the one of the picture I saw and thought, I love Dev Patel. I like this era. I'm interested in this. I you guys still need to the see whole the whole list linked up on uh, in the, the no, I don't want any musicals. Good. Don and Steve Schilling's page has the full 22 movies. I'm taking That's off, the, man. I'm gonna get out of here. All right, I gotta bye, go. everybody. All right, good night. <laughs>